Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back again. It's BG and the coach. I am the coach. And with me, as always, is my man, BG. BG, what's happening? Coach, not too much. Great to talk to you again. And I'm excited to hear some advice you have for us about how to act in the workplace. I want to talk to you about... We recently talked about the Denver Broncos on an episode and about their subpar coaching. But there was another story that recently came out that made me think about head coaches who maybe aren't up to snuff. But even more than that, what happens when you're really bad at your job and you're pretending to be good at it? So Denver Broncos offensive coordinator. Something something we know a lot about. <laughs> something that we consider ourselves to be a bit of an expert on. Broncos offensive coordinator, Justin Uten. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Justin, I apologize to you and your family, if not. <laughs> the Uden family the Uden. as well, please. Yeah, come on. You know, I would never disrespect you. But Justin Uten was asked, uh, you know, recently the Broncos are now at, I think they're two and four after, or today may it be two and five. It's not good. It's not good out there. Almost two weeks ago, he was asked about, you know, what are the coaches doing to get back on track? And Justin responded with the following quote. Basically, he started off by saying that we started sleeping at the office as coaches. We're not going home. We're grinding all through, like, nonstop until we come up with some solutions. But here's a specific quote he said in response to that. He said, quote, I don't see my family or hear from them. I don't see them. My car hasn't started in a week. Now, there's so much to break down with this quote. I'm I'm on the verge of saying let's turn this into a one-hour episode extravaganza because 20 minutes is just not going to cut it. I, can I just start with a few things here? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here, so you just pick it up from wherever you want. <laughs> okay. First off, the double down on how he has nothing to do with his family. Again, first part of his quote was, I don't see my family or hear from them, which is super messed up. Because that means he's not even taking calls from his family. Like, all right, you're sleeping at the office. You're not seeing them in person. You're not even taking a FaceTime from them. At what point does it just cross over into like, that's family issues. That's marital issues. <laughs> yeah. You know, this, you don't need to tell us about what's going on in your personal life. <laughs> if you're not, because wouldn't hearing from them even include a text? Like, I don't care how busy you are. You can yeah. send a text. Oh, that's a thousand percent. If I say I heard from you, BG, that's more often than not through a text yeah. with anyone, right? Like who calls anymore? Yeah. Text would absolutely count. This is indicating to me <laughs> they're not even texting. Did he block them? <laughs> is he purposely not looking at his phone 24-7 at this point? Do you think they blocked him and this is his way of trying to get a message to them through <laughs> that's, the media? That's the theory that I think we're we're quickly coming to right here. Like these are marital issues. These yeah. are family issues. <laughs> I don't know if it's they blocked him first and this is retaliatory or vice versa. <laughs> but clearly there is like there's nothing normal about listen, I don't see my family. We're on board. Got it. That yeah. makes sense in the context. <laughs> or hear from them. Yeah. That's well, my honestly, my first thought was, is Nathaniel Hackett holding his offensive coaches <laughs> hostage? And this was a cry for help. <laughs> This is like, you know, I, I, my, where my mind went is, does Nathaniel Hackett have a family? Because I've always said, like, going through the workforce, sometimes the worst situations for you as a worker is when your boss 
doesn't necessarily have that family life, but you do. Absolutely. And they're not, this is obviously, this is not a blanket statement about everyone who doesn't have kids or whatnot, but there are some bosses out there who don't and then expect everyone else to have a similar like single lifestyle. That's where my mind went with Nathaniel. I'm sure he's got a wonderful, beautiful family of some sort or the other. But what if he doesn't (laughs) and he's got that attitude? That's a great point. I think we need to hear the audio because was it, hey, I don't, I haven't seen my family. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard from my family. (laughs) Or was it, guys, I haven't seen my family. I haven't heard from my family. Uh, Mysteriously, my car won't start. It hasn't for a week. We can't leave. We need the audio and video. We need to see. We got to see, like, is he blinking twice? Right, like, yeah. maybe that's, that's the that's a signal. It's the cry for help to all of Broncos Nation, <laughs> where he's saying, let's ride and get me some help. Give me some help right now. Which would definitely explain why they still have been underperforming. Because at this point, maybe he's just saying, I just got to get fired. It's my only way to escape. Yeah, uh, uh, this is, again, the only thing that makes sense about a team that actually had high expectations. And Russell Wilson is somehow ensnared in this as well. And we know he's married to Sierra because Mrs. Coach made sure that I knew that. (laughs) So he's got a family. He's got kids. This would also explain the complete and utter downfall of his performance this year, wouldn't it? Yeah, we might be on to something. And I think that point you made is a great one. If he can't understand the family dynamics going on, he may just be causing a reign of terror throughout the Broncos organization. Yeah, the worst part is he's probably like, I don't understand what these bros are even complaining about. I let them go out to the club on Saturday <laughs> nights. <laughs> this is paradise. Come on. You have to start your car once a week. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the quote. I think we covered the first part. I don't see my family or hear from them. They would never get a text <laughs> message through. Okay. I added that last part. But then he goes and just doubles down. I don't see them. <laughs> no, we got that from the first part. <laughs> Definitely said that in the first part. And then tax on the my car hasn't started in a week, which is what leads me to believe that maybe our theory is on point because that just sounds like Nathaniel Hackett slashed his tires. Yeah, that's, I mean, presumably mechanics can come visit Mile High Stadium. Is it still called Mile High Stadium? Whatever it's called. Presumably mechanics can come visit. If, if he needs recommendation for car help, I'm sure someone also... Actually, we need to back up. He presumably had a press conference. So if he's taking time to see the media, why isn't he seeing his family? <laughs> they can come visit. At a minimum, what he could have said instead of a quote that we are lightly dissecting, I will say, <laughs> what he could have done is at least get a message out to your family, man. If you're not going to be texting them, you've got a camera that's going to be broadcasted <laughs> on local news. You have a direct <laughs> line of communication. Janine? I love you. (laughs) I'll see you on Tuesday. (laughs) Please make the steak and potatoes that I love. There's there's got, yeah. Maybe a kicker at the end there. Hi, kids. (laughs) Just maybe slip that in. Hear from them. (laughs) Gotta get someone's, maybe just has terrible cell reception. It it could be. What a bizarre quote. And I will tell you, BG, for those wonderful listeners wondering, What actually is Nathaniel Hackett's take on this? He did respond quite recently in the past few days when reporters told him that his offensive coordinator was saying that they're not sleeping at home and they haven't seen their family. He brushed it off and basically said there's not much truth to what he's saying. 
So <laughs> he said, first and foremost, this is I'm quoting now, coaches always joke about that stuff. Should we pause there and <laughs> you want to question that first statement at all, BG? First of all, all of this is lining up for our conspiracy theory perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. Go yeah. straight to the victim blaming. Love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just the the gall, as if that's like the height of humor. I hear stand-up comedians all the time talking about not talking to their families or seeing them, and it slays every single time. <laughs> oh, kills me, kills me not seeing or hearing from the family. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so he goes on, and then, like, there's some typical coach speak about, you know, we know it's a strain on coaches. It's something coaches have to deal with. But Hackett ended his quote by noting that everyone heads out of the door at the end of the day, which... Like, I don't know if he's going metaphorical on them there. <laughs> like, hey, guys, we may be sleeping under our desks every single night, but our team is still two and four, two and five, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're probably going to be fired pretty soon. Yeah. Maybe that's the door he's talking about exiting. Um, because I'm not buying this idea of, oh, yeah, when 530 rolls around, everyone leaves. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a government office. <laughs> Maybe he meant when everyone leaves the door of the meeting room to go to their respective offices <laughs> to then continue working. But also, Coach, uh, as you mentioned, they're two and four or two and five, depending on how today's games shake out. What are they doing? If they've yeah. been held hostage for a week, what are they even accomplishing? This is my this is a patented coach theory here that again, this is where it applies to the workplace at a whole. To borrow like a Seinfeld bit with George Costanza, have you ever seen that, that episode where he realizes that if he just looks angry, upset, frustrated, <laughs> it'll look like he's really busy. So, listener, I want you to go right now in front of your mirror, do a quick test for me. Go in front of your mirror, look like you just received a combination of bad news and perhaps the rank smell of flatulence <laughs> and put a facial expression on that would reflect that moment and take a look in the mirror. And you will look at yourself and be like, wow, that guy is someone or gal looks like they're very busy and someone I definitely should not disturb. This is some patented coach workplace advice because you can take that to your office tomorrow, even if you want. Just sit. Um, you can listen to our podcast. Just put that face on and everyone's going to think you're busy at work. Let me tell you, ostensibly, this is a sports podcast. But what we're talking about right now, BG, to your point We've switched tracks. We're talking about performance reviews now. We're talking about taking your careers to the next level. With five simple books and 13 different supplements, we <laughs> promise that you will rise to the top ranks of your company. But beyond all that, honestly, just sit at your desk and look pissed off while you're working, and no one is going to disturb you, and everyone will be under the assumption that you are under a great deal of stress and duress due to the amount of work that you have. So do you think that the offensive coordinator oversold it a little bit? Like clearly it sounds like maybe he wanted to do the Costanza version verbally yeah. of trying to be too busy. And now Nathaniel Hackett's got to roll it back a little bit, be like, bro, you went a little too far. The not hearing from the family was a little much. We got to ease it a little bit. <laughs> we want to look busy, but not, not that busy. Exa that's exactly first off this is not just any offensive coordinator bg this is justin Uten. 
<laughs> you come right. correct when you talk about him. And second of all, yes, I do think that's exactly it. I And his quote, again, because we're so lightly dissecting the quote, is indicative of that. Yes, I don't <laughs> see my family or hear from them. I do not see them. <laughs> like, we get it. You're very we busy. We get that audio. <laughs> that is my... Okay, we're switching tracks on the theory from the uh, imprisoned, kidnapped offensive coordinator coach to the, I'm going to act like I'm as busy as possible in a attempt to save our jobs to show just how hard we're working. Maybe, just maybe, a little bit of sleep at home would do them some good <laughs> and perhaps put them in a better frame of mind to do their jobs because what they're doing now isn't working. Well, that's what's the most embarrassing part of this. If you're going to double down like Mr. Uten did on how hard you're working and your results still are terrible, that to me is even more embarrassing. If the definition of insanity is continue to do the same thing yeah. over and over again, expecting different results, maybe they should government office it up and start heading home at 530 because clearly the sleeping in the office bit isn't working. Yeah, I, I don't under this. If anything, this is just incriminating and makes it blindingly obvious what the problem is oh you've got a bunch of sleep deprived zombies leading the team maybe go home and get some <laughs> shut eye maybe go say hi to your family also i hate to break it to justin newton but if he hasn't started his car in a week he is in for a rude awakening when he does go to try and start it to take it home that 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 car is not starting you are going to need a mechanic should have at least been turning it on and off do a couple donuts in the parking lot go back in go get some lunch Go out of the office and go pick up some lunch like a normal person. Like, I get it. Maybe they cater some lunches some days. Like, be like every other person in corporate America. Get in your car and go get some food from a Panera. Yeah, or just to see the sun. I mean, get out of that building, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it, but I do absolutely believe this is a corporate America tactic in an attempt to show yourself as busy as humanly possible. But being busy, BG, does not equate to being effective in your job. Just all part of our self-help line of thinking. Continue to tune in for more self-help tips from Coach. And definitely check us out on Twitter at BG and the Coach, where I will have links to those 13 supplements <laughs> I mentioned previously. Only $9.99. That's not $9. $999. Correct. For each supplement. Correct. With words like magnesium, which feels like something you should be ingesting into your definitely, body. You definitely need that if you want to succeed at work. <laughs> Gotta have that. Justin Uten would vouch. He'd be the first in line to vouch for that. All right, Justin Uten, you're off the hot seat. We Our light dissection of your innocuous comment is over. BJ, I want to talk about one other thing before we head out. And that is one of our favorite segments taken out of context oh it's been too long coach hit me it up it's been it. far too long i think we're going to institute this on a more regular basis i like that we're bringing our show planning directly live into our episodes <laughs> but here we are it's a real behind the scenes moment you are welcome oh yeah so taken out of context is a segment where it's exactly as it sounds we find quotes that have been relayed in the media that players coaches athletes whoever it is have then backtracked and taken a blindingly like point blank statement and be like, no, 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 no. It was somehow taken out of context. <laughs> so this week's winner is Coach Ron Rivera of the Washington Commanders. Congratulations, Coach Rivera. Huge win, which is something they 
desperately <laughs> needed given the state of their actual win-loss record. So Ron Rivera, this is actually recently after yet another loss for the Commanders. The media asked Ron Rivera, the coach, what is the difference between your team and the other teams in the division, the NFC East, who all are having fantastic years and have winning records? And Rivera answered immediately by saying, our quarterback. Then he did proceed to give some additional context in saying that Carson Wentz, who's the quarterback, was recently signed this year. So he's new to the team. He needs to get acclimated. All the other teams in the divisions have longstanding quarterbacks who aren't going through that initiation period. So he did give some more context, (laughs) but I submit to you, BG, that this is a prime candidate for taking out of context because normally at press conferences, everything they say is just total BS and nonsense and fluff. But we had this moment where his initial answer before his defense mechanisms could click into his brain, he gave us some rare, brutal honesty with his one-word answer. Oh, I think that this was clearly a slip. And this, for context, happened right after a Thursday night game that may have been the worst NFL game Mm -hmm. in the history of football. Carson Wentz not having, let's not even say year, not having a good solid three or four years at this point. Clearly, as you called it out, Coach, a slip of the tongue. Got everybody in media so excited because how rare is that? And then this was almost a rare taken out of context before it even got taken out of context because he quickly realized, oh, wait, no, I can't just (laughs) throw Carson Wentz under the bus that bad. Let me backtrack and give an excuse, which can we just say, Coach, doesn't really add up. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts is not a longstanding quarterback there. The Cowboys are without Dak Prescott and have been until this week. So they're starting a backup. And it's not like Daniel Jones of the Giants has been starting forever either. So even trying to say he's new to the team, granted, he's the newest Mm -hmm. to the team, but he's a veteran QB. I'm not even sure his taking out of context excuse makes sense here. It's a stretch. You could almost hear, again, same thing as the last bit we just did. Like We really need the audio-visual on this because... You could almost hear the PR person on the commander's team prod him with a stick between his ribs <laughs> right when he said quarterback. And then he immediately, I agree with you, like, right? It's a bit of a stretch to say, oh, no, that's what I meant by quarterback. I think this was like a Rorschach test moment where he immediately just did mind association. <laughs> a reporter said bad, and Ron Rivera said quarterback immediately. That is a great point. How defeated must he have been? to let that slip out when coaches are so robotic yeah. <laughs> and so rehearsed in their answers. Like, What's wrong with your team? Quarterback. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. The, the deer in the headlights look that he must have had. It's, it, I think you're exactly right. Just He must have just been so defeated after that game. That you, you're, that's got to be a breaking point when you, as he's been coaching for years and years and years, to have like such a slip up. <laughs> Credit to you, though, Ron. Like As much of a stretch as it may have been, for what he followed up with in context, at least he followed up with something and didn't just say quarterback and then like <laughs> mouth agape, blankly stare into the camera. Yeah, it was it was a very quick retreat. So you got to give him credit for that. Also, as additional context for this, there was a story published right around the same time that essentially said he did not want Carson Wentz as his quarterback. So I think it's it's clear that your take on this one, coach, is right. But I, to your point, I will give him credit for the immediate backtrack. 
Yeah. Rivera did go on to say later, a few days later, he apologized to Wentz and told everyone that. And when asked about it, Ron Rivera was like, and Wentz basically said, oh, it's all good. Like, he doesn't even listen to social media, so he never saw that clip. Now, BG, <laughs> let me ask you this one final question. Do you think, I hear this a lot about athletes. Oh, we don't even follow social media. We have no idea. There's no way that's true, right? I sometimes think about if I were an athlete, how many times in the course of an hour I'd be Googling my name. Because go. I don't even think the Google news alert would be sufficient for me. I would be looking up every single piece of thing that was ever said about me. And not don't follow social media thing. Come on. That's Get out of here. It's not even a social media thing. It's on the news. Yeah. BG, during this episode alone in the past 20 minutes, I've Googled BG and the coach over 14 <laughs> times. Like, let me tell you something right now. I'm not buying it whatsoever. Do I believe that he doesn't have like maybe an Instagram account? Sure. That's very believable. But if you don't think these guys are on the message boards, on local news sites, reading what people are saying about them, I don't know what to tell you. Except you might be the type of person who might want to purchase some supplements from BG and the coach. <laughs> $9.99. And again, that's $999 <laughs> per supplement, but definitely worth it for that magnesium. Well, let me tell you, coach, what's a positive word association. And that's podcast amazing BG and the coach. Because if you want to listen to an amazing podcast, you want to keep listening to BG and the coach, you can find this episode and all of our previous amazing podcast episodes wherever you get your favorite podcasts. As Coach just mentioned, you can also find us on Twitter, at BG and the Coach, where we'll be refreshing that page every three seconds to see if we've got any more mentions. Join us in the conversation there. And until next time, enjoy another delicious scoop of the greetings. Greetings.